Welcome to Healthy Living in a Toxic World, a show that will empower you to live a healthier and more energetic life. Each week, we're going to explore a different topic and offer you some tips that will boost your emotional, physical, or mental wellness. I'm your host, Asosa Adosamwan, also known as Raw Girl, and today we're going to be talking about the benefits of a vegan diet. To begin today's show, I'll be giving you some good reasons why a plant-based or vegan diet does your body good, and later I'll be talking to Victoria Moran, a vegan lifestyle expert and author whose new book is called Main Street Vegan. You don't want to miss this interview, so be sure to stay tuned to get great information about the vegan diet. If you haven't heard yet, Eating animal fats and proteins has been shown to raise a person's risk of developing cancer, diabetes, rheumatoid arthritis, hypertension, heart disease, and a number of other illnesses. Not only can a plant-based or vegan diet prevent disease, it can assist in reversing disease. There are numerous research studies that support this, including a study conducted by the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine, which showed that type 2 diabetes can be reversed on a plant-based diet, and another study conducted in 2009 by the National Cancer Institute, which showed that people that ate the most red meat were more likely to die from cancer, heart disease, and other illnesses. If you have no idea, Plant-based diets include vegetarian, vegan, raw food diets, fruitarian diets, but we're going to be talking mostly about the vegan diet. Now, a vegetarian diet is one that consists of no meat but allows animal products like dairy. A vegan diet eliminates all meat and meat products, so no dairy and no meat. Here are a few benefits of choosing a plant-based vegan diet. Weight loss. Yep, this shouldn't be too much of a surprise, but if you eat a diet high in whole plant foods, you will eliminate foods that cause weight problems and be more likely to maintain your ideal weight long-term. Eliminate hormone consumption. When you eat animals and animal products that have been given hormones to speed up their growth, that means that the hormones are going into your body. Not only can this disrupt the natural balance of your body's hormones, but some of the hormones given to the animals have been shown to cause tumor growth in humans. Eating a plant-based or vegan diet can also contribute to a longer lifespan. Studies indicate that those who are vegan or vegetarian live an average of three to six years longer than those who don't. And you can also reduce or get rid of altogether allergies, common colds, and illnesses. By removing meat, eggs, and especially dairy when on a vegan diet, you can eliminate congestion problems because you will have gotten rid of mucus-forming foods. When on a plant-based or vegan diet, you can also expect an energy boost. Many famous athletes, including Carl Lewis, winner of nine Olympic medals, legendary NFL quarterback Joe Namath, and Dave Scott, who holds the record for the most Ironman championship victories ever, have adopted vegetarian or vegan diets and have proven that even highly athletic people can thrive, build muscle, and perform optimally on a plant-based diet. Because your body does not have to break down the heavy meat meals, your body has more energy to use doing the things that you love. For women, a vegan diet may decrease or eliminate PMS symptoms altogether. 
If you're someone with skin issues when eating a wide range of whole plant-based foods and eliminating packaged and processed foods, the nutrients, enzymes, and fiber will keep your colon clean and promote blemish-free, healthier skin. All right, we'll be back in a moment. Coming up, we'll be speaking to Victoria Moran, a vegan lifestyle expert and best-selling author. Don't go away. We are back to healthy living in a toxic world, and we've been talking about the benefits of a vegan diet. We are getting ready now to speak to our vegan lifestyle expert for today, Victoria Moran. Victoria Moran is the author of 11 books, including the best-selling Creating a Charmed Life. Cited by Veg News among the top 10 vegetarian authors, she's also a sought-after speaker, holistic health counselor, and founder and director of the Main Street Vegan Academy, which trains vegan lifestyle coaches. You are listening to Healthy Living in a Toxic World, and today we are speaking to Victoria Moran, author of Main Street Vegan, about the benefits of being vegan. Hi, Victoria. How are you? Hey, I'm good. Thank you. It's so great to have you on the show. Well, I appreciate the invitation. Well, what are your, your book is really awesome, by the way. And um, what would you say are your top reasons for telling people that going vegan is a really great idea? Ah, wow. Well, for doing it in book form, it was, I really just had a revelation. Mm -hmm. I went to a fundraiser about animal issues, things that go on with these lovely beings that we share the planet with. And I already knew this stuff. I've been in this world for over 30 years. I've been a vegan for 29 years. And yet, for some reason, that night I was just so inspired. I really, really wanted to be helpful. And there's so many reasons for Mm -hmm. eating a plant-based diet. Mm -hmm. There's the ethical part. There's the environmental. I mean, the planet is warming up and terrible things could happen. And so much of that comes from animal agriculture. And then, of course, there's what eating a plant-based diet can do for our own health. Bill Clinton just came out this week saying a vegan diet saved my life. I and saw you that don't article. Have to be Amazing. Famous to have that happen. Right. Exactly. What kinds of health benefits are we talking about? Well, the one that has been studied the most and has the most clinical validation is the prevention and reversal of coronary heart disease. Wow. Since that's the number one killer of both women and men in our culture, Mm -hmm. that's huge. But a plant-based diet is great for so many other things. Alzheimer's prevention. There's a fabulous researcher at at Harvard who was on the committees that discovered the, the gene responsible for Alzheimer's realized that every animal, if he lives long enough, gets Alzheimer's pathology except herbivores. And what is so interesting, this researcher, Dr. Rudolf Tanzi, actually took that information to become vegetarian himself, which almost never happens. You know, these researchers (laughs) kind of stay at arm's length. So uh, you lose weight, uh, diabetes, type 2 diabetes can be turned around and absolutely prevented. There's just no downside. Yeah, that's great. Um, there's there's tons of negative myths about veganism, though, and people are always asking this question, which is, where do you get your protein? Yeah, and I try to be really patient when I answer that. I know a lot of, of vegans and vegetarians <laughs> are just like rolling their eyes, like, not that question again. But the truth is, when somebody asks it, 
It's because they really want to know. And we live in a society that has told us that protein is synonymous with animal protein. But the truth is, everybody in this country not only gets plenty of protein, we get too much. Even vegans Mm -hmm. are getting more than we really need. And you don't want to overdo on protein too much, especially animal protein. Mm -hmm. Very hard on the kidneys. It also causes calcium to be excreted through the urine, which leaves you a negative calcium balance. could lead to osteopenia, osteoporosis. So you want to get enough protein, and the only way to not do that, unless you're in a a starvation part of the world, is to become anorexic, to become an alcoholic and drink all your meals, or to eat only junk food or only juicy fruit, because there are some fruits that are are lower in protein than the World Health Organization, 5% of of calories that's recommended. But if you eat a whole food, plant-based diet, there is no way that you are going to be deficient in protein if you get adequate calories. And if you're still wondering about that, there's a wonderful internist in in California, John Mm -hmm. McDougall, who has had a $10,000 offer to any dietitian or nutritionist who could devise a diet based on whole plant foods that is deficient in protein. That money has been sitting there for over 20 years. Mm. Nobody can get it because nobody could come up with a diet like that. Wow. Wow. You talk about going vegan and, and how sometimes people become starchitarians. It made me laugh because I really felt like a while ago I was a starchitarian. <laughs> And then I started actually getting like more fruits and vegetables. What's the best way to be optimal? Like people go vegan and they're like, I don't know. Like, do I need to supplement everything? How do I find a balance? Yeah, well, I think the first thing that happens when people switch from a standard American diet or even a healthier but still American kind of diet Mm -hmm. to something that's vegetarian or vegan. And just for anybody that doesn't know, vegetarians don't eat meat, fowl, or fish, but they do eat eggs and dairy products, vegans stay away from all animal products. But I think what most people look for is, well, what do I put on on the plate where the meat used to be? Mm -hmm. And so this is where the the fake meat and and, and these processed foods, you know, they're processed, but they're also really wonderful because they help people. If you're used to eating cold cuts, and oh my goodness, even if you don't want to be a vegan, stop eating processed meat. It's so highly implicated in colorectal cancer. So you'd, you'd go from those to the the veggie slices, and we've got turkey and bologna and ham and all this kind of stuff that's made from soy and and wheat protein primarily. And and then there are chicken-like products and all these things that look like animal products. There's finally a really tasty vegan cheese, Maldaya cheese. I love that cheese. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And, And so there are things that you can have to fill in that missing piece that just looks so empty. But over time, what you find is that you're not really trying so much to fill in for something that isn't there anymore, but to really appreciate and enjoy fabulous plant-based cuisine. Mm-hmm. And all the cultures of the world, Ethiopian, Asian, Middle Eastern, Italian, Mexican, they all have this fabulous food. And so this is what vegans are, are going to be eating. And then to get more of the fresh fruits and vegetables in your diet, you need to just do it when you're up for it and see how good you feel. And then see if you can do a little bit more of it on those days when you're feeling a little bit tired and a little bit funky. And it's like, oh, it's just easier to have a peanut butter sandwich than to make that salad. <laughs> right. 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 
what if I want to go vegan and I feel that it's way too expensive? Everyone lists that as very big concern because nowadays to eat organic can be very, very pricey. Right. Now, of course, you don't have to eat organic to be vegan. And in fact, the people who need to be eating organic the most are people who eat animal products. Mm. If you are eating meat, eggs, dairy, that stuff really needs to be organic because of the principle of biointensification and biomagnification that means that if an animal ate sprayed produce, it's going to intensify and magnify in that animal tissue, so you're going to be getting more of the poison. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, so if you're vegan, you're already better off. If you're on a budget, and most people are, you can check out the, the list of the Clean 15. These are the foods that are, are not much sprayed. I learned recently that avocados have no natural pests, and so they're just very, very lightly sprayed, even if they're not organic. Mm -hmm. And then there's the dirty dozen of the foods that are sprayed a lot and that everybody should try to buy organic, regardless of whether you're having animal products. But in terms of just being vegan and money, being vegans can be so, so cheap. If you think about the basic foods that sustain most people of this world, it's rice and beans. Mm -hmm. There's nothing cheaper than that. Right. You buy beans in the bag and soak them. You get more <laughs> than you paid for, and they were cheap to begin with. Fruits and vegetables in season aren't too bad in terms of, of prices. And sure, there are the expensive processed foods. You know, now we've got vegan ice cream and donuts and marshmallows and all this stuff. But those ought to be kept in the treat category anyway for your health as well as for your budget. Right, that makes sense. What about social challenges? If I go vegan, how am I going to date people? How am I, I going to hang out with my friends who all want to eat meat? How does that work? Yeah, well, you know, nobody really cares what anybody else eats. They might razz you a little bit, especially the people who have kind of been thinking that maybe they ought to do it themselves. <laughs> but the fact is, I mean, think of the last wonderful dinner you had out with friends. Can you tell me what any of them ate? I mean, we just don't really pay attention to that. So it's, it's kind of a paper tiger. I think that the thing with dating is just a willingness to decide how you want to do it. Some people, some vegans, will only date other vegans. And there are vegetarian dating sites. You could put it on your match.com <laughs> profile. A lot of people go to vegetarian and vegan events. The North American Vegetarian Society Conference in Pennsylvania every year always has singles gatherings. And there are all kinds of meetup groups and vegan drinks and places where you can meet others. But if you want to open up your, your dating life and <laughs> let in the rest of the world, you know, just do that. That's what I did when, when I was dating and when I met my husband, he ate meat and for two weeks, you know, he was pretty respectful. He always ate vegetarian when he was out with me and then after two weeks when we were really starting to get into each other, we went out and he ordered this great big steak and I was thinking, you know what, <laughs> this really would not work for me. So I'm going to go back to the vegans, but he called the next morning and he said, I've been thinking, and I said, yeah, right, you know, I'm thinking, yeah, you've been thinking this isn't working, and he said, no, I've been thinking, I'm not going to eat meat anymore. Wow. So that steak After we had the steak, was that like the last hurrah or something? It was the last hurrah, and it was also to see if I was going to go postal on him and, you know, start uh, recording catch-up right. on everybody in the restaurant. <laughs> I didn't, and now we're married, and now he's vegan. Wow. And not, not only vegan, even when I wrote the book, he was still having some cheese. But now, because he read my book, 
He's completely vegan, and he is the co-writer with me of a screenplay, Miss Liberty, about a cow who escapes from a slaughterhouse. Wow. So see what can happen when wow. you That's meet a, a meat-eater and fall in love. That's a great story. Um, we, we need to wrap it up, but I want to ask you some of your best tips for transitioning. Like if I'm starting out and I eat everything, what do I do? Like how sure. do I make it work long term? Yeah. Well, you start going to ethnic restaurants and ordering vegetarian from those menus. Because when you can see what India and China have done for thousands of years mm -hmm. with this kind of food, you'll get some ideas of your own. The next thing is to take it a day at a time. Because for 24 hours, you can do anything. This is how the alcoholics sober up in AA. And what you're <laughs> going to do today is eat plant-based today. And number three, educate yourself. And you can do this with books like Main Street Vegan and so many other books just by Googling vegan and then whatever recipe it is. Are you missing stroganoff? Are, are you missing macaroni and cheese? Whatever it is you're missing, just do vegan and whatever it is, and you'll find a way to give that to yourself in a day at a time. You'll be a vegan, and then you will look so sparkly, and you'll get the glow, and you'll stay young forever, and you'll be so happy you did it. Thank you so much, Victoria. You had awesome advice. I appreciate it. You can learn more about Victoria Moran, and also check out her new book, Main Street Vegan by visiting her website www.mainstreetvegan.net. All right, we're going to take a break, but when we come back, we are going to take some questions. So stay tuned to Healthy Living in the Toxic World. Your kids are going for a bike ride, you make sure they wear a helmet. They insist on skateboarding, add knee pads and elbow pads too. Swimming in the pool, water wings, goggles, earplugs. If we could pack our kids in bubble wrap, we'd do it. Because we love them, and we want to protect them. This is Lisa Edelstein with some very important news. Now there's an easy way to protect your kids three times a day. Choose healthy foods. Research has shown that a vegetarian diet rich in fruits, vegetables, and whole grains can help protect our kids against obesity. It can even help keep them from developing heart disease or cancer when they grow up. My friends at The Cancer Project are just waiting to hear from you so they can send you important information on how to protect your children from the inside out. Just log on to cancerproject.org or call 866-906-WELL. That's 866-906-WELL. This message brought to you by The Cancer Project. Hi, I'm comedian Carol Liefer. Animal experiments are no joke. Thank goodness, scientists are finding better, more humane ways to develop treatments for cancer and other killer diseases. I hope you'll learn more about the Humane Charity Seal of Approval. It helps donors find charities that provide vital care and advanced research without using animals. For information on how you can give and let live, go to humaneseal.org. That's humaneseal.org. Millions of people all over the world go hungry while we waste our land and water resources. Did you know that raising animals for human consumption uses eight times as much water as growing fruits, vegetables, and grains? And that the same amount of land can produce 17 times more soybean protein than meat protein? If you care about animals, good health, and the earth, please consider becoming a vegetarian. The lives you save may include your own. For free, tasty vegetarian recipes and a DVD, call PETA, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, 
at 1-888-VEG-FOOD. That's 1-888-VEG-FOOD. Visit online at GoVeg.com. That's GoVeg.com. This message has been sponsored by PETA, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. Thank you. <laughs> Go ahead, ready? I'm Forrest Whitaker for People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, and this is my daughter, True. Hi. Life is full of choices. And many years ago, I chose to become a vegetarian. And it's one of the best choices I've ever made. And since True's dad was a vegetarian, she decided to be a vegetarian too. You may decide to go vegetarian for better health, for a better environment, or you can be like True and I and just decide you don't want to eat meat anymore. I love animals and I love being a vegetarian. I'm Forrest Whitaker. And I'm True Whitaker. And, and we're, we're vegetarians. vegetarians. For more information, visit PETA.org. This is Healthy Living in a Toxic World, the show that empowers you to live a stronger, more energetic life through the foods you eat, the way you think, and how you live. We are back to Healthy Living in a Toxic World, and we've been talking about the benefits of a vegan diet and how simply cutting out meat and dairy can prevent disease. Before we get to the rest of the show, here's a health fact you might not know. Did you know that you can prevent, reverse, or completely eliminate heart disease with a plant-based diet? Dr. Caldwell B. Esselstyn, Jr., a former internationally known surgeon, researcher, and clinician at the Cleveland Clinic, explains in his book, Prevent and Reverse Heart Disease, that this is the case. His claims are based on the groundbreaking results of his 20-year nutritional study, the longest study of its kind ever conducted. The patients in Dr. Esselstyn's initial study came to him with advanced coronary heart disease. Despite the aggressive treatment they received, five of the original group were told by their cardiologist that they had less than a year to live. Within months on Dr. Esselstyn's program, their cholesterol levels, angina symptoms, and blood flow improved dramatically. After five years on Dr. Esselstyn's plant-based diet, the average total cholesterol levels of his research group dropped from 246 milligrams per deciliter to 137 milligrams per deciliter. After beginning the eating plan, the 17 patients in the study who had 49 cardiac events in the years prior leading up to the study had no more cardiac events in the group within a 12-year period. Are you or someone you know struggling with heart disease? A plant-based diet could save your life. All right, and now we're going to go ahead and take one of these email questions. Dear Raw Girl, do you ever get an uncontrollable urge to binge on junk food despite knowing the effects of such food and oftentimes in place of fresh fruit and vegetables? If so, how do you combat it? Cameron. Hi, Cameron. Thanks so much for this question. It's a really great question. I'm sure a lot of people are dealing with it. Binging is a tricky thing. There's a lot of reasons why you may be binging. Um, first off, uh, hopefully you're not dieting because dieting is definitely something that will lead to feeling like you need to binge. If you're suppressing a lot of urges, you might get out of control and, and overdo it. So one of the best ways is to not diet and to really commit to lifestyle changes. Find replacements and substitutes for junk foods that you love so that when you're reaching for those junk foods, you have something else that will satisfy your craving without taking you into eating a lot of processed foods that are really, really bad for your health. Binging is also very much an emotional thing. 
So you got to look at your emotions and make sure that you're dealing with whatever situation, stress, anxiety, anger, fear that you're going through and find healthy ways to deal with that. Um, Good ways to deal with that is exercising and, and mindfulness practices and things like that. And the other thing which I talk about a lot is parasites. Actually, parasites can cause binging. Um, they can cause you to crave carbs and sugar, and so can a yeast or candida infection. It's important to look at your diets, also look at your body and see if you're feeling out of balance in that way. And if you are, conducting a parasite cleanse might help eliminate your binging altogether. I really hope this answered your question. If you have additional questions, I really suggest that you go to my health blog, www.rawgirltoxicworld.com, and there is a full article on this subject there. All right, I really hope today's show was informative and that if you are considering a vegan diet, that you have more tangible ideas about how to begin your journey. By adopting a vegan whole food diet and eliminating processed foods, you immediately greatly decrease your chances of contracting a serious terminal disease. And if you're sick, a vegan diet has been shown to not only alleviate many symptoms, but in in most cases, even reverse illnesses. In addition to helping you lose weight or maintaining a healthy weight, promoting glowing skin and boosting your energy so you have more time to achieve your dreams and goals and do what you love. Rachel Carson once said, We cannot have peace among men whose hearts delight in killing any living creature. By every act that glorifies or even tolerates such delight in killing, we set back the progress of humanity. Deciding to change your lifestyle can be difficult. But you should know that you are doing the environment, animals, and our planet as a whole a great service by transitioning to a plant-based diet. If you are ready to take the plunge into vegetarianism or veganism, for long-term success, make sure to take your time and gradually shift your lifestyle. Well, that's all for today, folks. If you're looking for more vegan lifestyle tips, tips for transitioning into veganism, or have a question for the show, visit my health blog, Raw Girl in a Toxic World. That's www.rawgirltoxicworld.com. You can also find Raw Girl in a Toxic World on Facebook at www.facebook.com backslash therawgirl and follow us on Twitter at therawgirl. This is Asosa Adosamon, also known as Raw Girl, signing off. Until next time, here's to your health. This show is copyrighted by Radio Companion, LLC. To order a copy of today's show, call 703-279-1010.